as moms, we have to deal with kids getting sick and we want to boost their immunity and their overall nutritional health as best we can. And one of the ways, not the only way and not an absolute guaranteed necessary way, but one of the ways we can help support our children's nutritional health is through things like supplements. So if you have questions about if your child needs a supplement or what type of supplement might suit your child or your family best, you are going to love this episode because one of the moms from my Mealtimes Made Easy Method community came on our monthly coaching calls and asked about is a multivitamin necessary and kind of how to begin sifting through that question and that conversation on the call with some of the other moms from our community. And so it was just a quick segment from this call that we do each month together, but I thought that the conversation itself may be really helpful to moms like you who might be having a similar question. Hey mama, I'm Ashley and welcome to the Veggies and Virtue podcast. In this podcast, you will find simple menu ideas, kitchen organizational systems spelled out for mom life and feeding tips and tricks that are both evidence-based and grace-laced. I believe that you can find flexibility when it comes to feeding your family so that you can feel calm, capable, and connected in the kitchen. As a registered dietitian and Christian mom of three myself, I want you to break free from the mealtime battles and to feel equipped while feeding your kids all day long. Pull up a stool at my kitchen counter and let me pour you a cup of coffee and say a quick prayer for you. It's time to chat about the mealtimes, messes, moments, and ministry of motherhood. A question that came up, one of the first, actually, I think it was the second monthly Q&A call that we had within my Mealtimes Made Easy Method community was about multivitamins. And I know that this is a question that has come up many, many times since. And while I also know it's one that I can go on a real soapbox about and talk really in depth about as I do with one-on-one clients when there is an actual concern for a nutritional deficiency, I know that some of you are probably spending a lot of money on multivitamins that your kids maybe don't need or don't need that version of. Because sometimes the ones that we can get over the counter while we're roaming around Target or just order online and add to our Amazon cart aren't even helping cover the nutritional deficits or shortfalls that our kids may have from their diet. So while I'm always going to be a pediatric dietitian that's promoting a food first approach, meaning that we're getting the nutrition that we need and that our kids are getting the nutrition that they need from food first, while that's always the goal, I know with many of the families listening and in my community, especially if you have a child who's a little bit more selective of an eater, it can be really hard to fill some of those nutritional gaps when there's foods being avoided. So I just wanted to share this quick clip that came from one of our Q&A coaching calls where this mom had asked about it. Again, she was a new member of the Mealtimes Made Easy method and was beginning to work through the method and understanding kind of where some of the nutritional gaps were in her child's diet and if and how a multivitamin may help. So I wanted to go ahead and just share the clip with you in the case that it might give you some really helpful um, tips to go forward with in terms of the three main considerations I would be thinking through if I were to consider giving my child a multivitamin. I asked a question in the group, but I was wondering like multivitamins, Mm -hmm. do you do multivitamins? What kind do you do? Like I keep reading all these things about how gummies are terrible, but we've always done multivitamin gummies. So I'm like, what's the, what's the dietitian recommended approach to multivitamins? So I would say first and foremost, go through phase three, you're going to get a lot of materials on what your child eats, you know, as we go through what your feeding roles are, and you're going to start looking at like their love it, like it learning it list. And then you're going to see that by food group. I would start looking through that template as you fill it out 
to see where some of the nutritional gaps might be. Because if you see my child does not eat and does not have a single love it food, that's a fruit or a vegetable or a dairy or a protein or a whole grain, chances are there might be something that still offers some of the same nutrition as what comes from those food groups. But that would be the first thing I would be looking for is, is there a known nutritional gap with a food group that is pretty void from their diet? Cause then we can kind of go backwards and see, you know, are they getting any vitamin D? Are they, you know, low in calcium? Are they not eating any iron rich foods? You know, are they, if there, it's a child who's by choice vegan or, you know, a child who is just very selective and avoiding certain types of food, you can start to kind of see that you can start identifying that. I help families do that in one-on-one of like taking a screenshot of what that child's diet and doing kind of a nutritional analysis to see, are we looking at any real needs? If you don't want to get that in depth, I think starting just with that, that paperwork or the, you know, those toolkits that you'll get in phase three will be helpful for you to just kind of see, are they eating some variety from each food group? That would be step one. When it comes to a multivitamin itself, I do not advise that every kid needs a multivitamin. I don't, I think that's unnecessary. I think it makes expensive pee for a lot of people, but I think some kids can benefit from it. The only thing that I think universally as a recommendation is vitamin D. I think every kid tends, especially as we get into winter and in different climates and things like that, I think vitamin D can be an excellent supplement in every diet in terms of a multivitamin, the vitamin D often the dosage will be lower. So I would definitely look at whatever, if you already have one, look at the side panel and see what's in it, because you'll see things like calcium are rarely in a multivitamin iron, rarely in it. So the things that I tend to see kids need the most of supplemented in the diet because of picky eating or preferences that eliminate different food groups or different foods aren't necessarily in a multivitamin. So they might be getting the vitamin A and the vitamin C and the different things that are in the multi, but the things that they do need is an animal type. Like calcium is a very bulky nutrient. So it's rarely put in it. Or if it is, it's the, when you, the kid has six chewables, because in order to get their calcium amount, they have to eat a lot of the chewables to meet that amount. So I would say like knowing, having some gauge of, is your child getting the nutrients they need from that multi, or is the nutrients they need absent in that multi? Cause that'll help kind of steer you in the direction of what type of multivitamin to pick. The thing with gummies is we're looking at like, just from a like tooth, like tooth decay and like oral health perspective. We don't want little kids with lots of gummy things on their teeth. We all know that we just finished Halloween. You know, we don't want necessarily like really sticky, gummy, chewy sugar added ones. There are ones with no sugar added. Definitely check what the sugar source is. Cause they're not often, they're not going to have nothing as a sweetener. They're going to use some sort of a sweetener. So just, you know, trying to avoid artificial sweeteners, but also trying to avoid really like sweet, sticky gummies, especially if they're having to have like you know, some of these have like six a day, it can be six grams of added sugar. That's pretty substantial. You know, if we're looking at trying to limit to 25 grams a day, that's a quarter of their sugar intake just on their multivitamin. And if you guys want to, I have access to a formulary so I can sign you guys up with mine. You get my wholesale discount. You guys can order supplements through me. That's what I do. And that's what all my one-on-one clients do because it's way cheaper. So you guys can email me and I can set you up on there really easily. And you can kind of shop around for different supplements. That's same for you, your husband, your kids, any supplements that you guys need, but there's some different ones depending on what the nutrient is. Again, depending on 
what kind of like nutritional bases that you're needing to get covered. You, I think Haya is one that's become more popular. I do think it's a good option. It doesn't have any added sugar. It's the one that they do a lot of marketing. So you might've seen it because they have like a little pill looking container, but you just can order the replacement ones. Mary Ruth has some really like clean options. And then there are, you have to look too, because there's some that on the formulary, I would say I think are great, but knowing your child's taste preferences. I know for my kids, if I can find it in a drop, that just goes over best, even with my eight-year-old, because she gags on even the chewables, like the powdery chewable she will gag on. Well, there's some that nutritionally like have my dietitian stamp of approval and I love, but if they're that consistency and I know my child's going to gag on them every day, like the juice isn't worth the squeeze. I need to find a different type. So I would say you kind of have to know like the age and stage of your child, the dosage you need. Is it giving enough vitamin D for where your child's at enough of these different, you know, micronutrients that your child might need. So there's some nuances there in terms of like I do think there's some brands that just tend to have pretty good options, as I mentioned, but there's also some of those nuances of thinking through, do I want to give a high dose vitamin D one time a week? Cause I'm going to forget every day, or do I want to give a smaller dose every day and have this just be part of our routine because my child thrives on routine and they seem to do better if we just have it every morning with our breakfast, you know, like there's different nuances that depending on the child and the family you know, kind of come into the form and the quantity of that micronutrient in there. So not to leave it too open-ended, but I would say, I mean, I don't know if your child's on one right now, but I would say, you know, as you work through phase three, just go into it kind of looking at that of, are there any food groups, you know, that are completely eliminated or avoided that we might be, you can ask me to, you can post it in the group and you could show me that picture and say, this is what it is. You know, it looks like they're not eating very much, you know, veggies is obviously a common one. And sometimes the fruits will cover a lot of the nutritional gaps that, you know, would be from vegetables because they, and I'm not going to be able to tell because that's just a snapshot of what types of foods they favor. It's not going to be giving me, you know, a full diet recall where I could calculate in a day what they're getting, but it at least kind of give us a snapshot of, does it seem like there's any apparent nutritional limitations that might not be met in the diet? And then you can kind of go to the next step of what my multivitamin is going to meet those nutritional needs and what form is best suited for your kids. That makes sense. So you can tell from the conversation that I had with Emma and others in our community that I talk about making sure you have an understanding of any potential nutritional gaps in your child's diet. If you're someone who has made a Love It Like It Learning It list before, you will have a very broad overview of some of the foods that your child favors. Within the Mealtimes Made Easy method, I give them additional resources that break it up by food group and specific to age to kind of give guidance on how many servings from different food groups kids generally need in order to meet their nutritional goals. But even still, this doesn't give us an intricate and detailed individualized understanding of what a child's nutritional needs are. That really requires one-on-one work with a pediatric dietitian like myself. So when I work with one-on or when I work with families one-on-one, I'm able to, you know, do blood work if necessary, but most of the time I can get a pretty good understanding of how a child's eating, what nutrients they're getting enough of, and equally important, what nutrients they might not be getting enough of just from working one-on-one with the family, understanding the child's eating habits, food preferences, and overall intake of a variety of different foods. And so that's something that really requires a little bit more one-on-one and individualized nutrition and food coaching. But you can begin as a parent to take a little bit of a high-level snapshot to begin seeing if 
you think that there might be some nutritional shortcomings in your child's diet. So as I mentioned, one of the first places to start would be with your child's Love It Like It Learning It list. If you followed me for any amount of time or been in this community for a while, you know that this is often one of the first steps I encourage for families in a lot of different applications, including if it comes to you are debating whether or not a multivitamin or an additional supplement might be helpful for your child. Additionally, as you work through this process to begin evaluating if it's necessary and what nutritional gaps there might be in terms of the actual vitamin or mineral or nutrient of concern, then you can begin to identify which supplement might actually suit the needs of your child specifically, more specifically than just your generic multivitamin. Moving beyond that, you also do need to be considerate of the form, as I mentioned. You want to know, is your child old enough to have a chewable or a tablet or, you know, can they swallow pills? As I mentioned, is a drop more suitable for your child? There's a lot of different intricacies there that um, are important to navigate when you're deciding this. But another thing that I know is of top concern for parents is we all want our kids to have their nutritional needs met and we know the importance of doing so in the early formative developmental years of childhood. That's why you're a listener of this show and a valuable member of my community. However, I know that sometimes cost can be a burden. And so one of the things I wanted to go ahead and extend to my listeners and my community is my discount to the formulary that I use personally for my family, but also that I write uh, the prescriptions and the, or I should say rather the recommendations for for supplements for my one-on-one clients. So this is one where if you work with me one-on-one, you get an even greater discount than what I can offer to everyone as a community-wide offer. But If you are a listener of my community and you would like to get a discount on some of the highest quality supplements that I have ever seen on the market and at a price that puts them more comparable to some of the more generic, lower quality products on the market, all you have to do is go to veggiesandvirtue.com slash supplements, and that'll take you to the form where all you need to do is give me your name and email and kind of check the box to consent that you recognize I'm going to be enrolling you in this program. It's free. It's through a platform called Fullscript. It's a very credible formulary. A lot of health practitioners use it. And as I mentioned, the reason I'm so uh, passionate about it as a resource for my clients is because it's really high quality supplements. And that's another episode for another day that I actually think I might have a guest to bring on for just to talk about the nutritional integrity with things like supplements. But I love that it's already been a little bit pre-vetted through this formulary of Fullscript so that when you order a supplement through Fullscript, you know that it's high quality. It's going to be really bioavailable, meaning our bodies know how to use it in the form that it's in. And you can get a discount that's more comparable to the wholesale price than what you would pay over the counter or on Amazon or anywhere else. If this episode left you having questions about how you can get your hands on some of these community-only discounts to high-quality vitamins and minerals and other supplements for you and your kids, make sure you go to veggiesandvirtue.com forward slash supplements to get signed up for my free formulary. Or you can also on that page book a session with me one-on-one so that together we can take a deeper dive look at your child's diet where there might be some nutritional gaps or areas of opportunities, whether it be things that we could help satisfy the nutritional needs of with a food first focus, or if there might be an area of opportunity for us to add in some supplements to help boost their nutritional health while they learn to like some of the different foods or food groups that'll help them have those nutritional needs met. You can also book this directly through my site at veggiesandvirtue.com forward slash work with me.